With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another emergency episode of the Southern Fight Soccer podcast, which focuses on Atlanta United and Major League Soccer. Uh, Atlanta United fired manager Gabriel Heinze today. Uh, the decision happened, or Heinze was told of the decision after today's training session. The team was beaten one to nothing by New England on Saturday to run its franchise-long winless streak to eight games. It has been shut out in four of the past five games. However, Atlanta United President Darren Eels and Vice President Carlos Bocanegra said that the performance on the field wasn't the factor. The manager's feud with standout striker Joseph Martinez, the face of the franchise, wasn't a factor. Instead, they referenced issues off the field and some due diligence that resulted in this decision. Though they didn't really name anything specific. I can tell you through a person with knowledge of the situation that the MLSPA, which is the union for the players, has filed uh, multiple grievances against Atlanta United and Heinze, I guess specifically Heinze, for uh, its training, his training schedules. Um, he has basically trained the team nonstop, I think, since the beginning of training camp. Um, you could argue as an A to B causality that it has resulted in numerous injuries to players and one player who's lost for the season, um, Emerson Hyman, perhaps because of this overuse of training. Neither Eels nor Boca Negra wanted to go into what Heinz's reaction was other than to say it was professional, the decision. It's interesting because last night I specifically asked Heinz if he was worried about his job security because the last time the team went through a rut like this, it happened under Frank DeBoer at the MLS is back tournament in Orlando when the team went 0-3. Only team did not score a goal in the event, and DeBoer was fired a few days later. In that case, the two sides parted ways. This press release, Heinze was fired. Um, and Heinze said he thought he had the backing of Carlos and Darren, that he spoke to them every day, and he didn't need their support. He was just going to keep working and doing what he needed to do. So that was interesting. Um, and talking with Eels and Bocanegra, they did a Zoom call. So you're going to hear this from a lot of different journalists who were on that call, some very fine soccer reporters from around the country. Uh, the next manager that Atlanta United wants needs to be able to deal with a lot of the team stakeholders, which includes the players, the front office, the media, the league, which 
is an implication that Heinze could not do those things. There were a lot of people uh, you would could talk to outside the franchise who could hear stories about inside the franchise. You could see it sometimes. Heinze just, if you weren't a player, he was aloof. He was arrogant. He could be rude. Um, and that really goes against the team's ethos of chemistry and being good in the locker room, quote unquote, which is a phrase Carlos Bocanegra uses quite often when talking about players. That is just not Heinze. Which raises the question, everyone knew this about Heinze before he was hired. When the report started surfacing of the interest from Atlanta United in Heinze, everyone talked about that he was just, you know, at times not a good guy, not a nice guy, uh, not good with the media. And Atlanta United apparently just kind of overlooked this. Bocanegra talked about how the players will fight for him and, and love to play for him. Um, but at the same time, there's grievances being filed for his training sessions. So there's a little bit of a discrepancy between those two things. Um, Atlanta United wants to hire the next manager very quickly. There's still 21 games remaining. The team is only four points out of the seventh and final playoff spot. So it's still possible they can get this thing turned around. It's going to have several starters scheduled to return from the Gold Cup and goalkeeper Brad Guzan, centre-back Miles Robinson, full-back George Bello, as well as Ezekiel Barco, who's with Argentina, uh, preparing for the Olympic Games that will be held in Tokyo. Um, you should get guys like Franco Abara back, Jurgen Dom back, Mateus Ozetu was in the game day roster, though I don't exactly know what he's going to provide. Um, some of the homegrowns are getting valuable playing time. So the next manager, in my opinion, isn't going to inherit a, a bare cupboard. It's a team that has talent. It's trying to figure out how to put that talent together. Um, and the next person will become the fifth manager to try to figure out how to use Ezekiel Barco. No one's been able to do it yet. Um, in my opinion, it would be best just to have him as a super sub. That's his best position. Um, he doesn't work as a starter with the players around him. Much like Eel said, sometimes the managers come into clubs and they just don't fit in some places and they fit in other places. Barco doesn't fit with this club. It doesn't seem to matter who the players are around him. It just doesn't work. Um, and that's going to be the very first problem number one that the next manager is going to have to hire. Will the manager come from South America? Don't know. Europe? Don't know. The United States? Don't know. But I think it's time that the club try to find a manager who is familiar with MLS rules, familiar with training schedules, familiar with the travel, with the heat, with turf, with grass, with good grass, with bad grass, with good turf, with bad turf, with all the rules on acquisitions, because it's important. Heinz had never, I don't think, quite understood. He would complain a little bit about MLS rules, about schedule and, and player acquisitions and all this stuff he should have known, and he didn't. Um, so who, who would that manager be? No idea. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, I, I really couldn't even begin to, to say who, who it would be. Um, but anyway, we're talking with Rob Valentino, who's the interim manager tomorrow. Um, that's going to be an interesting conversation. Talking with a couple of players tomorrow. First time we're going to do in-person interviews since March of 2020 which was before the game against uh, Cincinnati at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. <laughs> COVID shut everything down. 
soon thereafter. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. I hope you all are doing well. I hope that you can have some patience. Uh, I do think that Darren Eels and Carlos Bocanegra can get this right. I do have reservations about the player signings that the team has done. Um, I'm curious if there's going to be some sort of change in the offseason about their model for signing players, their their methods for signing players. Um, speaking of that, the team does want to try to sign another impactful starter in this upcoming transfer window. Eels told me that on July 7th. They repeated that again today. Um, it's not going to be a striker, I don't think. Uh, it'll probably be a creative midfielder or winger. Uh, I think it should be an attacking midfielder, but we'll see. All right, follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. I hope you've enjoyed this second Southern Fried Soccer podcast, and uh, I'm going to go back to watching the U.S. Men's National Team here against Canada. All right, y'all take care. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.